Hello, and welcome to the Ever After Podcast. We are here to discuss how to go from dating to happily ever after God's way. And we're your hosts, Seth, and my beautiful wife, Allie. Allie. And we are glad to be with you guys again. Um, Many of you may have just started listening, which is pretty cool. So uh, we probably know you personally, which is even cooler. And if that's the case... Thank you so much. We do appreciate you guys, and we've seen you sharing and commenting and everything on uh, Allie's little announcement. So, uh, yeah, we really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, um, this is helpful. And yeah, tell us, you know, if you're listening and you know us, shoot us a text. Mostly Allie, because she'll probably respond to it quicker than I am. So, Sorry for those that... Even though I'm always really bad at responding to texts. I know, but I'm, I'm getting worse. But you're even worse than I am. I know. So. It's terrible. I feel bad. Yeah. Somebody texted me tonight, and they were like, bro, are you even alive? And I just said, oh, no. I'm so sorry. So I'm not trying to make bad excuses. Or bad texters. I know. I know. I read them. I just don't always respond, which is even worse. We're going to cut that out, because I don't need to be telling people that I see their messages and just, you know. Ignore them. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. You're all listening to this because I don't cut anything out. So, <laughs> okay. Well, what's today's podcast, sweetie? You, okay. you, you came up with this one. Okay. All so on your own. This one. Wait, is kind wait. Of... You, you did this one. Yes. It's incredible. I'm oh, just pumped. Okay. Tell them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, this one kind of hits home to me because, um. First off, it's how to win an argument. Mm. So you teach him how to win stuff. Oh yeah, you yeah. want to be like this? Are you going to teach him like how to be the most right in the argument? Oh yeah, you know it. Yeah. Okay, because you're always right anyway. So I, I feel like you I like you're going to give him it's, the it's truth. Kind of, you know, <laughs> I guess it's just a curse. You know, uh, curse but. or a blessing it just depends on who you're arguing <laughs> with, right? <laughs> no, anyway, I I think this one does. This one hits home because. My view of how to win an argument has changed so much in the past four years of us being married. Um, really? And yeah, which you can probably <laughs> have a lot of stories that we won't go into <laughs> from personal experience. No, but um, I mean, do you want to humor them? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So we have definitely grown too in in our argumenting skills. Wait, hang on, hang on. Just so the listeners understand, like we said from the very first episode, we're perfect. <laughs> so this is not because we've ever argued. This oh, is yeah. because we have no experience whatsoever. N- no, because we never have. But we've asked other people what it's like to argue. Right. right. And then, like we, this is how we know the answer. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so. no, I think this is definitely <laughs> hits close to home because. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, winning an argument is, in my perspective, has changed a lot, and I've grown a lot in this area. At least I hope so. Yeah, no, um, you have. But I have too. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we, we both, both, we both a lot. have. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So I think this is, this podcast can be super helpful to people that are dating and people that are engaged and people that mm-hmm. are newly married and mm-hmm. even people. They've been married for years and years and years and yeah. argue and don't understand how, like, they feel like they never get anywhere with their arguing. Yeah. So, yeah. hopefully this podcast can help. So I, Yeah. 
I, I mean, I, I hope the same. Yeah. Yeah. We've come a long ways. And yeah, yeah I'm excited to share this. Yeah. Awesome. Well, awesome. here we go. Well, why don't you start us off there, point, baby? Point number one, my okay. favorite. Mm-hmm. Take a break. Yes. So, um, there's a pastor who, um, basically, he, okay. This is a pastor I used to listen to, Mark Driscoll. Anyways, he said that there's this thing that couples get on. It's called the crazy cycle or the well, crazy no. train. The well, there's crazy, somebody else okay, who well, the did crazy it cycle too. is the Emerson. Yeah, he uh, did it too. He's he probably got him. it from him. Yeah, love and respect. He's the original. It, there could be some plagiarism. Emmerich, Emmer, Emerson, Unick, or something. The guy who wrote love and Ralph respect. Ralph Waldo book. Emerson. No, I know the I'm guy who wrote, he wrote love and respect. Love and respect. Yeah, he yes. did do the crazy cycle thing. So it's yes. probably, I guess that's probably a bit more true. Yes. Okay, so Driscoll plagiarized. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, they talked about this crazy cycle, and it's just like one person brings up something, you all start arguing. Mm-hmm. The other person responds because you probably say something hurtful, mm-hmm. or you probably say something true that they also know is true, but don't like which is always me, right? I'm that person. Mm-hmm. Like you say something that's true and I'm already maybe really disappointed in myself for it. Mm-hmm. And then you say it and then I'm like, that's not okay. Right. Because I don't want you to see my issues, right? Right, right. So here we'll so go into the, the psychology. Defense. Yeah, I'm already on the defense. Right. And you're on the offense. Right. And it's so, anyways, so let's just say that's the example of our situation, right? To prevent it from going into an all-out, like, bad thing, Mm -hmm. the crazy cycle, Mm -hmm. where it just continues to be this, like, attack, defense, blame, attack, defense thing, you just got to take a break. You just got to step back and just got to say, can't do this right now. We're not doing this right now. And I think something that has helped us a lot is that one of us has to be able to just say we're being like we're on it right now the crazy cycle the Mm -hmm. crazy train whatever you know no but like once once you're on that you have to take a break you have to step back you have to just like take a moment to stop the arguing that way y'all can just like breathe a minute and then hopefully clear your head a bit so Mm -hmm. you can be rational and, like, actually remember, oh, yeah, I care about this person. Mm-hmm. And, like, both of you kind of have to come to that realization before you come back or the arguing will begin again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. And this one I feel like with me taking a break was really hard to do because I was so, like, in the heat of the moment and I wanted mm-hmm. to resolve it right then. But at the same time... Like, I wanted to resolve it, but I also wanted to, like, fight, I guess, too. Like, I wanted to get it all out, and then yeah. it'd be resolved. Right. Um, but the whole getting it all out process before getting it resolved, it doesn't make it resolved. So, right. you know, so I think... Which I think that kind of taking, rolls you into your next yeah, thing. Yeah, point, yeah. Yeah. Is... This was the hardest thing that Seth has taught me a lot about, um, I guess. We both have learned this. Yeah, yeah. Um, But being honest, you can be honest, but yet kind. 
like phrase how you phrase what you say is so crucial. Uh-huh. You know, you can say something to someone and get the same point across, but by saying it in a kinder way. And I think, oh, how I grew up was you just say whatever you think and, you know, then whatever you know, the other person has to process it. Yeah, you know? just kind of have to deal with it. Yeah, and deal with what you said. Once you've unloaded your wagon of right. thoughts. Right, <laughs> yeah. Especially if you think, you know, you're right. It's like, oh, well, I'm just being honest with you and letting you know what I think. Mm -hmm. You can be honest yet kind. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just watch how you say things because that is, you know, when James talks about taming your tongue, Mm -hmm. you know, that is part of taming your tongue, not just letting things just roll, um, roll off of your tongue, but really processing it and thinking about it. And then uh, saying it in a kind, nice way that the person would respond. Yeah. In a well. Uh, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, to kind of build on that, I yeah. think, um, so going back to our example, like if you're saying something that I know is true about myself. Yeah. But I'm, you know, disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um. Honestly, just like, you know, you know, pissed that it's an issue that you notice and then you're saying it and I've, I'm already aware of it. Right. 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 So then if, if you say things in a kind way, mm-hmm. that means I'm not defensive, but obviously mm-hmm. like if, if you're, you know, in a relationship where anyone feels similar as soon as you start to attack somebody, you know, and they get defensive, you've automatically, like, the argument isn't going anywhere but south. Right. But I think something that we've worked on a lot is that, like, if you care about the other person, so I really care about Allie, and mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm always okay, and I most likely won't be as defensive if something could be presented to me, like, in a way that feels like she's on my team and that she loves me and wants to see maybe a change here or there. Mm-hmm. Cause I only have like one or two things to work on. So like if, if it can be brought up like that, it actually prevents an argument. And the, and the best part is when you're able to do it in a kind and honest way, like you have to be honest with the other person. If you're not, then you're just going to like sulk. Build it up. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just going to sit in there. Yeah. You got to get it out. Well, if they love you and you're honest with them, they should be able to at least like, somehow reciprocate that like they appreciate you for your honesty, right. whether or not they agree with it. Cause I mean, you know, if, if it's something that like I've done or said, you know, I'm already not proud of it, but if Allie's honest about it, then I can, I can address the actual issue. And I don't feel like I'm being attacked. I feel like I have a teammate and I do know in, in that situation, you really care about me rather than if I felt like you were attacking me, you know what I mean? It just completely right. changes the dynamic. So if you can be kind and share share what you're feeling with the other person, that allows them the ability to actually hear the thing that matters to you mm-hmm. and the thing that you you know that person might need to be working on. Right. Your your significant other, your bae. Your but, bae. <laughs> but yeah, you gotta do it in a kind way. Yeah. And and I think at the end of the day that just expresses like you really care about them too. So like don't be snarky or you know. Uh, mean. Yeah. Yeah. Go. 
Next point. Take it away. Take it away. Okay. Try to see the person's perspective, the other person's perspective. Mm -hmm. Humble Mm -hmm. yourself. You have to be humble. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noticed with the notes, at least you know, as I was reading through them today, um, is if, like, if your heart is at a point where you can be nice to the other person, so that you're not like yelling at them, mm-hmm. throwing things mm-hmm. at them, punching them, mm-hmm. or any of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if you're being nice to them and you're being honest, you're revealing what's upsetting you. Like you've already humbled yourself to the point where you can also at that point maybe see why they may have done the thing they did that upset you. Right. But you can't do that if you're just, you know, flying off at the mouth and yelling at them or whatever. Right, right. If so, you haven't taken a break. Yeah, if you haven't taken a break. Like all these things build. So right, like right. if you don't take a break and don't be nice and don't humble yourself and try and see the other person's perspective, this is the crazy cycle. Mm-hmm. And you'll know it immediately as we're talking about it. You know the arguments y'all have right. where this has happened. Mm-hmm. Nobody can go. Right. You throw a punch, you get another punch. You throw another punch, it's yeah. even deeper, and then you get another deeper punch. You know? Right. It's like it just keeps going and it keeps going. And yeah. you're like, it's not going anywhere. You're not resolving it. And now you're saying words that people, like that the other person will always remember, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So. So you got to see it from yeah, that perspective. There's you a reason why yourself. James always talked about taming your tongue. I think that's super important because while it's one of my hardest things to do, I think it's super crucial because, you know, those those words, even though you say you're sorry, never can go away. You know, they don't go away. They're planted in that person's mind forever, unfortunately. So Yeah, yeah, which is another big thing don't say stupid things because you can't take back words right but coming back to our third point is humbling yourself and kind of and this takes like a whole bunch of self-reflection which i feel like has taken me a while to get to this point is trying to see it from another person's perspective so when you're mad about with you're mad at somebody you're mad at your significant other your spouse you know um, your bay, as Seth would say. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing you want to do is try to see it from their side, right? Right. Because they're wrong. They're wrong. That's why you're arguing. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if you kind of try to step <laughs> back, it does wonders because whether or not they are right in their perspective, just trying to see it from their side gives you a different view. And it's not so much. I feel like this daggering, like you're not trying to push your perspective so much. You're trying to see their perspective and whether their perspective is even right or wrong, it's still helpful, you know, especially on how you approach them. Mm -hmm. Because if you're trying to see it from their perspective, it's like, okay, I understand why you think this or why you did this, you know, but this or I can totally see why you did that, and yeah, well, maybe I am sorry, you know. For yeah, a great example so. for all that are listening is I drank the last root beer the other day. I do not remember this. I wish you had sat down and said, I understand that root beer is delicious, <laughs> and I understand why you would drink the last root beer, but you did not. 
So, <laughs> I do not remember that. You either. held me accountable for drinking the last root beer. <laughs> I do love my root beer. Yeah. It's the only pop I drink. It's true. And I drink it only occasionally. Mm. So maybe you could work on demonstrating. <laughs> I actually don't remember that, but I'm sure, I'm sure I did. No, it wasn't the other day. It was a while ago. But yeah. I have occasionally snuck at the last root beer. I think you've done and that multiple times. This occasionally creates a dad bit of frustration when we eat Mexican food and Allie really wants her root beer with it. <laughs> That's the only time I drink it. And she opens the refrigerator and then I just get this look, and I'm like, oh, she found out. <laughs> and I, you know, no going back. There's a root beer in there. You can't go to the store. It's dinner time. You just got to own it. So, oh, man. No arguments, but I definitely get the, uh, I definitely stare get down. the stare down. Yeah. The, you're not getting a Reese cup after dinner tonight. Stare down. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, uh, okay. Right. So then on the next one. Yeah. Listen. The reason they're your significant other, whether you're engaged, whether you're dating, um, whether you're married, newlywed or otherwise, the whole reason y'all are together is because you really do like each other, right? Mm -hmm. Love each other. So, yeah, you love each other. You are committed to each other. Mm -hmm. You are in this together, right? Mm -hmm. They should be whom you think of as your teammate Mm -hmm. and like your best friend. Right. So why are you letting arguments ruin that mm-hmm. right so i thought mm-hmm. this point was really cool because it's just like man like if you can take a break if you can humble yourself if you can talk to them kindly respectfully and honestly you can go back to having like a good interaction with them right which mm-hmm. is what you obviously want if if things are first healthy but mm-hmm. if it's just something like i drank the last root beer you know, and Allie's screaming at me for it. <laughs> Tell me go to the grocery store. Oh, no, I'm joking. But like, but like, don't let don't let these things you argue about because I guarantee most of the time, you're not going to remember your argument, like no. what it was. You're going to remember so, what yeah. was said, right? Or you're going to remember what you did. You know, when you hit him with that frying pan, oh. he's never going to forget that. We've got that going. Got some bigger, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're hitting people with things, that's an issue. And you're going to need to get that checked. But seriously, like go back to the thing you guys enjoy, right? So be honest, be nice, care about each other. And, you know, get the stuff sorted out and move on. And go back to loving each other, spending mm-hmm. time with each other. Right. And, you know, sometimes too... Um, this is unscripted now, but I think a lot of times too, like arguments tend to happen. Like, let's say we're super busy and like, you know, for an example for us, like we're not communicating and just something like comes up or happens where it's like, normally we would have, I would have known about that or it would have been communicated to in a better way. And I don't feel like, you know, that happened. Well, it's like, there's, there's an issue, right? Like if like, so that could create an argument, but like I've got an example. You got an example. So I was gonna use yeah. So our last disagreement was you're looking at me like uh, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> anyway, is I'll it about the root beer. <laughs> we did. I don't even remember root beer. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was not mad. I mean, I was like, you drank my last root beer, but it wasn't this argument. Anyway, I remember our last argument was we were at the grocery store. And 
something. I don't even remember what it was, but I, I was Allah, exactly what I said. <laughs> right. I was trying to like communicate with you something mm-hmm. and you weren't on the same page. You were a little stressed out. I think Jeb was screaming. Jeb, yeah. Jeb was crying, mm-hmm. whatever. Our son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we're at the grocery store. I was trying to tell you something and then you were getting frustrated. At least I was thinking you were getting frustrated in your tone. So what, you know. Which fellows listen up. Tone's a big one for the ladies. Yes, especially for me. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big person with tone. Anyway, mm-hmm. you had a very frustrated tone. <laughs> and which this is, this is also more of when he was wrong. There's a lot of times when I'm wrong. But anyway. This I, is the one time for this, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what This I'm is just the yeah. like, one thing I can remember is so it's, the last it's the thing. the only thing. Yes. Yeah, so, oh my goodness. <laughs> so anyway, I remember that I was really hurt by your tone with Mm me and I didn't say anything. And then I kind of took a break because I didn't want to address it in the grocery store because that's not the place. And two, Jed was screaming. So we just needed to get to the car. Mm -hmm. And uh, so anyway, I took a break and then I was like, you really hurt my feelings. And, or you said something and I think I just didn't respond like happily. Like I was in a great mood you're like, what's wrong? And I was like, you really hurt my feelings. Yeah, you which were... is like the equivalent of just being shot with a gun. <laughs> like just that, you know, just makes you feel like the lowest scum of the earth. No, but then I just said, like, I really felt like you had a frustrated tone with me and I mm-hmm. don't understand, like, why. So I was honest, mm-hmm. but I said it in a calm way mm-hmm. and I could I could probably always rephrase my words, but... I feel like I didn't do too bad of a job, but like, no, I, I thought you do. Okay, I mean, for as you know, and I said, I understood why, was, like, just trying to see it from your perspective. Like, uh-huh. I understand you're frustrated because Jeb was crying and stuff, but that still doesn't, you know, yeah, give you opportunity to be frustrated at me, right? You know, and so, and like, to build on this, the whole issue wasn't even that, like. I mean, yes, crying baby in the grocery store was bad. Mm-hmm. There were other things that were also compounding all of this. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like a lot of times arguments, like like this is a great example. It wasn't even like necessarily an argument, but like I heard her feelings and I was stressed and there was just a lot going on. I feel like it's it's important to notice these things because like obviously there were a lot of things going on that all related to and added to uh, maybe the stress we both felt or just me in general. And that ended up, you know, making some things not go really well. Right. So I think it's important where like you just realize like sometimes in life there's things that are happening going on and that maybe it's nice to like not just take a break from like if you're just arguing, but just like realize that there are some things that are maybe contributing to you personally that are making you like, for instance, I was stressed and I didn't need to be, but there I was. So there's no excuse for that. Right. Then coming away from that after I found, after Ali shared, you know, Hey, you really hurt my feelings. It's kind of like, man, there's like maybe like 15 things that are really bothering me right now. And I'm letting all that pile up on my end. And then that's frustrating me. And now I've hurt Ali because of it. And you know, it, sometimes so like you're, you're saying that like you can kind of 
stop it from compounding an argument if you're just like getting out your frustration before or if you are frustrated about something prior to it. Yeah. Communicating that. Either communicating that and build into showing your frustration to the other person. Right. And I think you I think you need to realize when those things are going on because, you know, you need to be able to take a step back, you need to be able to take inventory and like uh this past week we did a little uh Yeah. I'm getting to talk too much. Yeah, you're chatty Kathy. No, but like it was nice because we just we didn't like we we talked about it, it was done and then we just went on with our day. Right. Like we didn't let that, which I will say, girls, like, and everybody, I was terrible at that when we first got married. If we had an argument, I, like, let it ruin my day and basically our day because mm-hmm. I got, like, so mad. And then I was like, well, now I'm just mad at you all day long, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, wow, that's ridiculous, first off. And I just wasted an entire day being upset and mad. Instead of just enjoying our time together. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Lots of, lots of things that we learned. But I think that's kind of crucial. And I feel like the Bible verse that I really like that kind of goes along with um, with everything is Romans uh, 12.10. This is the ESV version. It says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. And I love that verse because it's like, man, like you guys should be outdoing, like we should be outdoing each other with like love and trying and not, not trying to outdo one another with being right, but outdoing one another in love. Yeah. And I think that's just like. It's, it's extremely convicting and it's really revealing too. Like if, if I'm. If my purpose is to uh, serve and love Allie, then my, you know, what, how I treat her is going to be completely different. Like if I'm trying to honor her the best way I can every day, that's going to make a really big difference in our relationship. And I would assume, just slight assumption here, that it will reduce arguments to near non-existent, right? right. So right. I think it's, there's a huge point in this. It's, you need to be humbling yourself like you can't serve anyone unless you're humble right unless you're checking your pride at the door Mm -hmm. and i think too especially for like newlyweds or just like young married like when you're when you're with someone every day right Mm -hmm. but you've got like all these other things going on i feel like this is something that comes up in my mind a lot it's like man when you come home from work like um how are you (laughs) yeah that's her dog she wants to snuggle during the podcast but when you come home from work how do you switch gears from work to being with your wife? And not just like being at home, but like serving her. How do you do that? So I feel like there's just a lot of times where like you just have to be present with the fact that like, okay, now is my time. Like I'm here and present and I need to focus on being humble. Mm-hmm. I need to be focused now doing uh, like outdoing not really. I don't want to make it sound like a competition. But yeah, but like it's it competition. is. Yeah. And now yeah. doing one another in love. But like. Which would be easy for me to win. Like I would be. Nice. I'm joking. <laughs> but like outdoing you, outdoing the amount that right. you love me. And like right. I, I think you have to be, like you have to be aware of that. And I guess that's what I mean. Like when you come home from work, 
you got to be aware of the fact that like now is your time to be present here. And I think when you have kids too, same thing. Yeah. 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 All right. You're ready to close up shop, huh? You're a chatty guy. I'm sorry. I I was, you know, I was excited to do this one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for the today's show. So, uh, our, you know, kind of in closing. Hopefully that just shows you or helps give you guys some good little nuggets that you can take away. And when you do start arguing with your spouse or with your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, Mm -hmm. you can try to remember those and just remember that you're wanting, instead of outdoing each other with who's right, outdo each other with love. That's a fantastic way to end it. So, Um, Yeah. Thanks again for joining us today. We are going to get out of here. If you like this episode, please check us out on Instagram at the Ever After Talk or at Ever After Talk and, uh, you know, leave us a review if you want. Um, And then tune in every Tuesday because we are trying to release a new episode every Tuesday and Mm -hmm. also love questions. So you can post those on Instagram. It's the only place we're at right now. So it makes it real nice and easy. Um, Yeah. So thank you guys. And we'll see you all next week. Good week.